What's up, y'all? You're listening to the launch episode of When Matriarchs Gather. I am your host, Anika MF. We had the honor to have our launch episode live on air on CKUT in collaboration with Groundbreakers, my girl Sundus Abdul Hadi. Check her out every Wednesday, CKUT, 2 p.m. It was really a blessing to kick off the season with a crew of dope matriarchs who are like my true day ones, like really my true day ones. Sundus Abdul Hadi, Mama Jules, aka The People's Inc., um, Tiana Monroe, Jess Glavina, really my ride or die people. Um, I really appreciated all of their presence. We chatted about life, impact, and community shaping. Um, we shared some of our rituals and practices. And overall, we just had a great time speaking life into one another. So enjoy the episode. Yo, yo, yo. What up, everybody? It's your girl, Anika Meff. You're listening to The Ground Bakers on CKUT 90.3 FM. I hope y'all are doing great. Happy New Year. How's everybody doing? I got some dope, dope people in the studio today. Well, let's give, let's give our listeners a bit of a, a context a context <laughs> for what's happening for the new voices that you're hearing. Yeah, so, for sure. So CKUT 90.3 The Ground Breakers has very, very happily... Uh, join forces with NAKMF. Exactly. And you'll be hearing her voice once a month doing... Um, when Matrix Gather. Exactly. So here is actually the inaugural show. Exactly. It's the launch, tw- you know, 2019, big things. <laughs> I mean, first of all, how perfect is it that it's happening on the first? Exactly. I think that's, um, you know, in line with everything that we're going to be talking about, Mm -hmm. marking the new year 2019, which uh, I hope is going to be blessed and beautiful for everybody listening, for our city in general, for for everybody in this in the house right now. We got a full house. We got a full house. Yeah, we we got a full house. We got people on on the phone. We got everybody. Everybody's here. (laughs) And can you tell us a little bit about what? When Matriarchs Gathers. So um, it's actually the second iteration of this project. Originally, uh, When Matriarchs Gather was called The Matriarch. And um, it was at a time in my life when I was really very curious about mothering. And um, I had like, I guess I really honestly, like real talk, I think I was being a voyeurist. And I just (laughs) needed to know what was going on in like single mother homes because I knew I was going to be a single mom. And I was just like, how do I get these interviews, be in their space, like spend time, et cetera, et cetera. Um, And so I did a a season and, um, and it was really good. Mama Jules was in, was one of the interviews who's here with us again hello, for, hello. <laughs> for another episode. So that's a, that's a, like a, a really beautiful. She full asked circle. me many questions. Oh, so many. We went deep, yo. We went deep. We it was went great. really deep. We great. went really deep. Um, I think I cried. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Both of us. It was yeah. it was emotional. It was great. <laughs> Um, so now, you know, now that I'm actually a mama myself and, you know, like my season has changed quite a bit, um, I felt like coming back with this project and, um, opening up to opening up my idea of what Matriarchs was in the sense that, um, for me now I'm realizing that Matriarchs is not necessarily just about, um, being like a leading mom or like an elder in the community. I feel like you could be a matriarch and be Tala's age, right? Like you can be a matriarch on, at on levels. You could be a mama auntie um a sister like a grandma there's just so many ways in which women lead um Mm -hmm. and so like for us to have the opportunity to gather speak about that um ask each other questions um just be inspired 
just wanted to bring that back. So that's that's what we're doing. That's actually really in line with what the Groundbreakers is all about. I mean, the Groundbreakers is really people who are doing pioneering work, mm-hmm. people who are breaking ground, doing something, um, whether it's in the public eye or not in this case, um, but, you know, using their voice, using their culture, using their art to spread knowledge, to, to create something that has never really existed in that form before. Exactly, yeah. exactly. So it, it felt so perfect to, to join forces. Um, when Matriarchs Gather is a, a podcast, it's, it's, it's all on the interwebs. <laughs> but we'll be here live once a month with you, which, is, which feels so good. And um, I'm, I'm going to get all mushy-gushy about this later on in the show. <laughs> there will be much mush <laughs> There's going to be so much mush <laughs> today, y'all. But it, it feels very full circle for me in terms of just being able to be here with you and collaborate with you in terms of just like the lifespan of our friendship. So that feels really dope. Um, That's so sweet, y'all. You know, you know thanks for letting me be part of it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, honestly, the, it's so reciprocal. I, I think everybody in this room is uh, special to me mm-hmm. in one way or another. And uh, yeah, that's it's all about spreading love and positivity. Exactly, exactly. Um, speaking of people in the room, mm-hmm. I yo, ma'am, I want to do my research because these are, you know, <laughs> like I have to say that these are all my homegirls. It feels so good to start a season with your like your homies, you know what I mean? Like you're really like your day ones. Um, but I was like, ooh, like how am I going to present these people <laughs> to the world who like some of you, you know, like that are well known in the city. And then I just want to be sure to, to like introduce you all. So let's let's start with our regular hostess, the mostess, <laughs> Sundus. They know a lot about me. I feel I, know, I, right? I, I monologue a lot on this. Show. <laughs> <laughs> I'm usually all alone. Here. <laughs> I got my microphone and nobody else. <laughs> like just going to be like just telling them all this stuff. But um, Talk yeah, about my dreams and stuff Yo. i should just come join you <laughs> that's so, time. you know just walking in <laughs> so you're not like, open. the door's open as, as long as it's not v for vendetta coming in here i'm good <laughs> maybe even exactly that could be interesting um but yes you know sunda's um mama wife sister daughter also an artist curator masters of communications <laughs> I love that. And soon to be author, which I don't know. Is this, the, do they know about this? Uh, I, I uh, no, maybe not. Actually. Maybe not. So, <laughs> so you know, coming come to a bookstore near you. Um, yeah. yeah. So that's that's big things for 2019. Yeah. Very exciting. Um, very, very happy to have Sundas by my side. Then we got Mama Jules. Mama Jules Hi. in space. We, uh, Mama Jules, a.k.a. People's Inc., a.k.a. Mama, a.k.a. Community Mama, <laughs> not, just, not just the biological mama. Um, also, a tattoo ritualist extraordinaire, um, uh, artist, healer, and maker. Um, you got to get yourself some, some People's Inc. jewels, because seriously, it'll mm-hmm. change your life. For real, for real. Um, we got Jess on the line. Is, Jess, are you with us? Hello. 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 Yes, hi. Yeah, what's up? <laughs> Jess is on the airwaves. Um, so Jess gets daughter of the year for going back home to work her f- with her family. Yeah. <laughs> that that's some serious. That's that's real. That real talk. Like I really uh, admire you for doing that. So um, daughter and sister and godmama, playwright, uh, creative maker, and Loki, a really amazing vocalist. I don't know if you all know this about mm-hmm. Jess. It's like, <laughs> It's like, it's, it's always one of those things where it'll kind of be like a la la la. And I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> like, hey, girl. 
So, um, yeah, so that's Jess. Jess is on the line with us on, um, from, uh, from the BC area right now. And then, of course, I ended with UT because there's so many titles that have been added. <laughs> what up? What up? <laughs> so T, T. Monroe, who oh, is man. an amazing, amazing, dedicated teacher working up north right now. Um, community worker, uh, sister, daughter, um, stepmama. Or do you do you like yeah. own that? I call it bonus mama. Bonus mama. <laughs> you know, like That's Beyonce's it. mom does. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Bonus, yeah. bonus mama. Bonus mama. Mm-hmm. And most recently. A fiance. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Yes, exactly. So, this, so much this, love in here. Yeah. Yo, for real, man. Yeah. It started right. So that's really exciting. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is my crew of people. And we're going to start the show with them. I wanted to go around with all y'all. Um, and just do like a little bit of a share circle because I know we all kind of represent um, different tribes, people that we like, you know, our communities. Like we're a community of people together, but we also represent a lot of people. So we'll just take a second to quickly go around. And is, if there's anything you want to like bring to the table, some, like somebody you want us to think about, um, something that's on your mind and you want to share, that would be, it'd be nice to hear from all y'all. Mm. <laughs> Putting us on the spot. But right yeah. now, because that's that's the way it is. Wow, <laughs> wow. Okay, well, if I want to like open the inside of my head and my heart and soul out right now, is that too much? No, no, no. no. You know, that's just Let just a little dose of that. All of that. That's what it's I've been thinking a lot about uh, past lives these days. Mm. I don't know what it is. It's been a, mm-hmm. yes, it's been a a lot of conversations accumulating and it's led me to this um, space that's actually been really, really empowering and beautiful. Mm. Um, So yeah, that's just, if it was gifted to me by a friend, this idea, this thought, and it was, it's a gift that I would like to share with anybody else who feels inclined. Yeah. Cause it's, it's, um, it opened my, my mind, my soul up to a whole other, uh, perception of who we are and what we do in this mm-hmm. world and how we deal with our fears and our our issues and um, and al- also the the great things that we have the skills that we have and and what you know what that could actually tell us about ourselves from For sure. a deeper deeper place that's yeah. beautiful and yeah. so so are you on many of your lives I have no idea. I'm like still, <laughs> still, still kind of uncovering this whole idea because I, I never really thought about it seriously. And, and I feel like it's one of those lifelong things. Mm. So I'm a baby in this <sighs> I, concept. So it's, uh, it's been an interesting learning process, let's, let's just say. And I look forward to continuing, continuing that learning process. Mm. That's beautiful. I think we're at a um, really interesting, critical and beautiful point right now in, I don't know, in our time and our lifetime where um, a lot of us are being more conscious about our spirituality and um, I don't know, our past lives, the spirit Mm -hmm. world, all of that kind of thing, you know, because we are um, getting more connected to the earth, getting more connected to our bodies and so things like past lives will come up because we still hold that trauma, right? Oh, and yeah, it carries sure. on to the next life and the next life and the next life. And so I feel like um, 
I don't know. People are becoming more conscious about these things, right? Because it's been, we've been blinded by capitalism and patriarchy and all the things, you know? And um, yeah, it, now is the time to to kind of stop that cycle, right? To be more aware of of what our past life traumas were and to stop that and to stop, to stop it from, um, I guess, pass from us passing it on to our next generation. Mm. Right. So in our next life, <laughs> so, See, this, this, is, this is why mama Jules is a spiritual teacher. Yo, mm-hmm. <laughs> listen, I'm just learning too. Okay. I'm yeah. But you, life. you have so much, you have a way of guiding us, man. Mm. You have a way. I really appreciate it. I That's concur. So yeah, Aww. I absolutely concur. I mean, conversations with you have carried on with me. Oh, you so. know, it's, it's one of those things. It's, um, it's, you know, you plant a seed. Mm. And I feel like that's one of the things that you do um, in your work as well. And, and in your friendships and who you are. Yeah, make yeah. me cry. <laughs> <laughs> that's what's up. Anyway, that's, that's my little, little, little thing about past lives. I love that. I love that. <laughs> Anyone else want to share? I mean, T, Jess, Tala. Tala is all up on her. You know, so she's right doing so okay. Yeah. I feel that. <laughs> you want to talk about past lives? you want anything about past lives? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. I feel that. I'm here on the on the phone line. Um, I, can you all hear me? Yeah, we yes. can hear you. Yes. Yeah. I was just saying, I love this concept of past lives. Thank you for that, Cindy. And I've also been chewing on this for a year. And then also, um, like, our past lives that are embedded in our current lives. Mm-hmm. You know, exactly. and by that, I'm speaking about childhood. I'm speaking about memories that we haven't been able to revisit. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm talking about like reclaiming parts of ourselves that we had to put aside or we had to protect in different moments or that are still waiting for their, um, their chance to come out and be experienced. Um, and I'm also talking about the dream world mm-hmm. and um, how that's like a, a conduit to different ways of knowing, different ways to relating to those other compartmentalized parts of ourselves or just process and um, how we can reach into that like when people have ptsd for example a lot of the a lot like dream dream space dreamscape is a really scary territory and so i think that you know it's also okay to step away from it um but also to be able to to explore it and try and uh create a sense of self that is comfortable with all those parts being held together um within us so that's like a uh a bounce back of that Mm, I love that. Thank you so much. It's not easy to do that. For sure, <laughs> for sure. It's not easy. That's the super legit. T, you have anything you want to share with us? Um, I'm a big reader. So when I heard the past lives uh, comment, I had heard, what came to my mind was this book I read um, about African spirituality, and she was talking about how about past lives very briefly in the book. But what I liked about it was that she was saying why we return. Like there's like um, a reason we mm-hmm. come back mm-hmm. and trying to find an all for different reasons, trying to find our reasons why we came back. Mm. So that's just what came to my mind when you, mm. when you had mentioned that. So and yeah. that, I think we talked about brief, that briefly in the car, you and I seduce when you mentioned past lives. I was like, well, there's a reason why it keeps coming up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, definitely, definitely. Yeah. yeah. And speaking of reading, I mean, that's pretty much the, the conduit that it's come to me. And, and it's one of those reading is, oh, my God, it opens us up in so, so many ways mm-hmm. as well. Yeah, for sure. 
So on my heart today, um, it, it you know, I, I struggled with how to kind of bring this in um, because it's difficult, but also I think that, um, you know, just just you, you unintentionally really helped me through this. Um, today is Ariel Jeffrey Kuaku's birthday. Um, and so, you know, the young boy who went missing mm-hmm. back in March, um, it's his 11th birthday today. And that whole situation, um, you know, my son was really young when that happened and, and it just like really struck a chord, really, really struck a chord for me. Um, and I've been, you know, kind of trying to figure out, you know, like how do you send soul support that's not like filled with like pity and despair and like, you know what I mean? Because it's like, I feel like it, they're carrying so much already. Like, how can I not just send sadness, right? Um, and Jess, you, you sent me this beautiful message that was not, you know, about that at all, but you were talking, you were sending a message for, for me and my little boy. Um, and, uh, I, I quote, I'm going to quote you. So, um, Jess said, I pray for him from the heart influenced, but what I hear you thinking for him and how I understand that. Um, and when I got that, I was like, I felt so energized by, um, a friend that's so close to me believing so deeply in what I seek for my child um, and wanting to support that and um, understand that. And really like, I feel like that's really the role of community, right? Like we talk about, it takes a village, but it's just like, what, what's the difference between the village and the parent, right? And it's like, mm. as the parent, I, I guess that I see my role as like the one who, ha- who has a vision for what I seek for him. And then the village is kind of supporting me in that. Um, and so, yeah, so I was thinking about that and, and I read this article recently, um, about, um, Ariel's parents who they, you know, they, I mean, they've been from jump really adamant that he's alive and that he's going to come home. Mm -hmm. Um, and so the article, they were talking about how they celebrated Christmas. They put a a gift for him out and that on his birthday today that they were going to celebrate like he was home because that's, that's what they, um, that's what they need. And so I was like, we need to, to support that, you know what I mean? Um, and so, yeah, so, um, shout outs to Ariel's parents. I want to say their name super well. Akuena, Noel, um, Noel Bibi and Kuadzio, Frederic Kouakou. Um, our thoughts are with you and we are celebrating with you. Um, I picked one of my favorite songs, um, birthday song. I guess it's not really a birthday song, but a song that I really love to hear around my birthday. And this goes out to you and your family, Ariel. Happy 11th birthday. Happy birthday! Yo, what's up, y'all? This is Anik MF. You're listening to The Ground Bakers on CKUT 90.3 FM. It is 2.21 right now. We got a caller. We had a caller call us in. Yeah, I, I love it when that green I'm like, woo, look at it. Like, <laughs> look at us. <laughs> Shout out to Mike for taking the time out to call the studio today. He had some wisdom to share, mm-hmm. some, some wisdom. So he, he started off, he said, uh, my grandfather used to say, it doesn't matter if you're white, black, Hispanic, we're all pink on the inside. Yo, I feel that. Right? <laughs> <You> know, <laughs> I really are. Um, so thank you for calling in, Mike. Yeah. We appreciate Shout you. out, Mike. Shout out listeners. Exactly. Yeah. You know, um, we have a full house today i'm just reminding you that you're in the studio with sundus and jess on the line jules mama jules tiana Hi. and tala 
um, full pack. Uh, we got a lot of things to say. So, Anik, I sorry to interrupt, yeah. but we didn't give you a proper introduction, <laughs> by the way. <laughs> we did not do that. We went through the whole studio yeah. one by one, but we didn't mention the the lovely person that you are. Y'all are too much, man. No, but it's, it's the truth. You know, we always tend to put ourselves last, That's right? <laughs> Resolutions for this year. Or not talk yeah, about not ourselves at all. Just yeah. Like what I do. <laughs> but Anik is, is an incredible um, community person, a, a community worker, mm-hmm. a person who has been doing radio for a while. So yeah, this is true. a comfort zone for you. Uh, but you're also an incredible mother yeah. for baby Omari. Thank and you. watching your motherhood has been uh, a real blessing. And uh, as well, a master of media studies. You know, master of arts. We, we mastering the things, uh, mastering the arts out there. <laughs> <laughs> you do so much in the community. And I don't know, I'm, I'm losing my words right now. But if anybody wants to throw in something for a Nick. <laughs> Thank you. I, I think that's, that's an ample um, description. I think Thank a Nick you. is also a wise teacher. I was oh, going to say, wise. spiritual yes. warrior. Taught, taught spiritual warrior <laughs> for her <laughs> sisters. So. Yeah. Thank you. I appreciate that yeah. so much. Um, speaking of gush and <laughs> all that mush. Um, yeah, t- today I, w- I really wanted to, you know, I mean, y'all are my super sisters. And so I wanted to have you guys here. Um, and when I was originally thinking, I was like, you know, it'd be really good for us to talk about um, rituals and practices that kind of keep us grounded and um, like how we move through um, our like day to day, you know. Mm. Um and um but then Jess sent me this message and I was like, Ooh, yes, this is good <laughs> too. Um, talking about like what um what kind of movement and impact that like we intend to make in the world, you know what I mean? Like whether that be on a day to day basis or this like larger vision of things. Um and so I wanted to talk about that because I think it's really tied into our rituals and practices in, in terms of like how do we care for ourselves while we're doing work how do we care for the like our our community or like our sense of home or whatever like how do we manage that balance um and to prompt y'all i'm going to take this moment to you know i don't have all of you in the same space that um this often so i'm also going to start by just kind of shouting you out for all the amazing um moments that you've been in my life like uh uh teachers that you've been in my life and kind of reflect what i see you guys doing um, in hopes that it kind of sp- sparks this conversation or just like what you what you feel that you're bringing to this world. So um, I wanted to start kind of in chronological order in terms of like how how y'all came into my life. So um, Sundas, man, we've known each other for years now. Long time. <laughs> it's crazy. It's so funny because I, I was such a little green sprout when I met you. <laughs> <laughs> but still really bright and shining like you would light up a room. Well, you know, with your Haiti I'm... flag at the front of the nomadic masterpieces. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> You know, you know, someone's known you really long time when they could reference yes. like yes. that kind of stuff. I just want to, I like flashback. It's like see a Nick putting that flag in her bag <laughs> before going to a show and being, you know, you know, this is happening right well, now. Well, you, you know, it was never in my bag. I used to like to bike around 
Um, and so I would put it in the, my back pocket. <laughs> that was my thing. I used to like, I would bike down to the show and I put it in my back pocket and I was like, you know, when the song gets hype, I'm going to take out my flag and I'll get all it. That was, yo, I was such a green spell. Love it. Um, but yeah, you know, it's such a funny thing that you, like what you said of like how I was bright because that's actually what I wanted to talk about in terms of what I appreciated about you at that time because I was really young and I was really like, I was surrounded by so many people who inspire me and are amazing, et cetera. But there was this very, um, not toxic, but just like a, a looking up kind of relationship. I was like surrounded by a lot of people that are older than me doing like, have been in their season of creating for a while and et cetera. And I had no sense of like my own voice, what I had to offer and et cetera. And that kind of relationship can be very one-sided sometimes, you know? And, um, and you and Narcy are the two people who for whatever reason, look back and we're just like, I see you, you know, I see you. Um, I see your potential. I like, like you, you gave me space and created, like you just, um, believed in me when I didn't even know there was something to believe in, you know? And I appreciate that so, so much. It, it literally no joke changed the course of my life. Um, and I feel like that's the gift that you give. You know, you have this way of seeing people that I've, ne I've never, like, you know, like there's certain moments where like we'll be out and I'll see something and I'm kind of just like, eh, whatever. And then Sunus will turn to me and she's like, did you see how beautiful that was? <laughs> <I'm> like, what? <laughs> what? I didn't even see the beauty. Su that is such a powerful gift, you know, to be able to see the beauty in people. But not only that, um, I think you in particular, you have this gift of nurturing potential. Um, I see you do it with your family. I see you do it when you curated this amazing Take Care of Yourself event. Like, there's just the way in which you, you see um, and give space to people. And, and I really, really appreciate that. Um, so thank you. Thank you, Sindus, for, for being such a, like, important, the first pillar, really, like the first pillar that really sh shifted my life in terms of creativity. Um, it was amazing. You'll be surprised to know how much you've influenced and inspired me. Because if you're, if you're looking at it from that, I mean, it's so reciprocal. It really has been a very give and take. And I never once felt like, you know, not fed by our friendship. And uh, yeah, honestly, it's, it's, uh, it's been a really, really nice um, experience having you as a friend and like growing friendship, you know yeah, what I mean? That's, sure. that's been really beautiful. I think the, the only um, thing that I, I lack, which it, I think it's, it's a great way to look at, uh, look at how you describe me as something that I have, but I see it as something that I lack, which is competition. I don't, I don't, I'm not a competitive person. I never really looked at others and been like, oh, yo, she's taking my space or they're doing something that's similar to me. So I need to you know, distance myself. No, I, I always look at it as though, oh, we have something in common. Yeah. And that's a beautiful thing. And how can we grow that? And I feel like being a part of a community of artists and um, uh, seeing people who inspire me, who are doing really amazing stuff, I see that as something really um like a gift yeah for sure and and it can grow whereas if you approach that experience as oh man you know they're doing something similar yeah i need to guard it or guard mine or hide it 
then there's no growth that's going to happen. Yeah, especially in this world, you know, I feel like that we're constantly being like told that there's only resources enough for one of us or like, you know, yeah. like we already have one that looks like you. <laughs> like that's enough, you know what I mean? You like that, that kind of just competitive nature everywhere. Um, and then collaboration won't be able to happen. Yeah, And for some sure. of the best work I've done has been collaborative work. And so if, if you see a, a potential collaborator as a threat mm -hmm. to you, then that beautiful work will never get done. Yeah. You know, or that contribution or two minds meeting and like expanding yeah, will for never sure. happen. So. Oh my goodness. I appreciate that so much. That's such a, that's such a good reminder, you know, just like how, to, how do we make and not be, cause I, yeah, the, the, the fear of scarcity, like it's yeah. such a, it's such a real and thing. And ego. Man. Yeah. Art, artist ego. Oh, big time. <laughs> but you need an ego to, at, to a certain degree, right? You need a little bit of you ego. You need confidence. Yes. That's what you need. Mm -hmm. Not ego. It's confidence. Yeah, exactly. Confidence to get, to be able to just do it. Yeah. <laughs> Literally just be able to do it. Cause yeah. that's so, yeah, definitely. Thank you, Anik. Thank you. Um, Jules. Hi. Hi. <laughs> oh man. Girl, you're gonna make me cry though. I almost <laughs> died. It was on my throat. I'm trying. I'm trying to. I'm trying to be good about it. I'm like, okay, don't make them tear up too early. You know, we we still got a half hour to go. <laughs> um, you know, it's it's interesting. I feel like I have to say this is like a shout out to my ancestors. They always send me the right people at the right time, and it's so that's, true. It's so good. It's so so good, and. Um, I didn't even know I needed this when we like because we knew each other like we saw each other in community and all mm -hmm. this stuff. But at one point, um, I guess I really needed to be mothered <laughs> like so deep. Like I really, really needed to be mothered. And and you took me in like you took me in like no, like I'm not even kidding y'all. Like it was like it took me in. I was on Jules's couch every <laughs> night <laughs> and there was always food like I, I it was like hey mom i'm hungry <laughs> like i'm very like turned into like I, I regressed to my 12 year old self like intensely um and and I, one of the things that i realized while i was spending so much time at your place was that i really needed a, a spiritual guide you know and and i needed like to understand my relationship with my ancestors especially because mm. i was getting close to having my son yeah um and there was just so much going on there right and um yeah <laughs> one of what i appreciate so much about you um i mean there's so many things but one of the things that i wanted to highlight today was the way in which you so naturally um, like walk between the spiritual world and this world. You know what I mean? Like I've learned so much about just being like, like I can be myself with my ancestors. I think that that was mm. like this thing that um, coming from also like uh, old school Haitian like thought and just like, you know, we've been influenced by Christianity and all this stuff. So there's always this idea of like, almost rigid ceremony where you're not allowed to be you like you have to be your purest self to be, be able to engage and like you just flip that entirely for me and that really um created a bridge that i didn't think i could have even accessed um right. and and you have that bridging capacity you know you're such a oof. <laughs> <laughs> i mean that like you know there's been times that you're the place that it's just like it's so strong you know um so yeah, thank you for that because I I didn't even know that without that I wouldn't be able to kind of move forward with everything that I right. needed to do. I mean, you know, and Jules inseminated me like she I literally did. she literally <laughs> bridged <laughs> like no joke like literally bridged like my my son from the spirit world to the physical yeah. world. She was like, you you need to come now. <laughs> oh my, can I share that moment? Actually? Yes. That a, so yes. during that time, 
I she wanted a girl. Yeah, right. I was, She's like I'll talking like, about a girl. I want to get a I girl. Woman power like time. this, and I'm like, okay. And so she, and then she, she heard about. Um, Two queer women inseminating each other. You read about it or yeah, something, I saw right? Yeah, I saw a video. Yeah, that. and then so she was. She asked her doctor if I could inseminate her, and her doctor was all for it. She mm-hmm. was like, "It's a party. Let's do this." <laughs> and so I did. All I did really was like press, press the. You what, squirted what do you call it that? The, uh, <laughs> the syringe. <laughs> yeah. All I did really was that. But, but before yeah, that, that like you know, we were we were definitely invoking. We were definitely yeah. calling and. Uh, Tala was there too, and I Yo, feel like Tala is also really powerful. Cameraman, Superman. <laughs> um, and then, so at that moment, I felt the baby spirit, and I was like, you are not a girl. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I don't know if she's going to be disappointed. Like, all right, all right. <laughs> but I actually didn't tell, I didn't tell her until she mentioned it to me that it was, it was a you boy, know, it was a boy. And you're I was like, like uh uh-huh. like, uh-huh. <laughs> So, so I kind of knew. <laughs> I just didn't want to say anything because you were really in your like woman power phase. So, but it was yeah. it was actually really interesting, and I'm so happy you didn't tell me because um, during that from insemination to finding out, um, I there was like a lot of healing I needed to do in terms of my relationship with black men for sure for me to be able to accept a boy oh, into I my know. life. You know what I mean? There was so I was much right. I, I was right, right there like with you that literally whole time. every day on the couch being like, <laughs> yeah. and then. And then, and then, like, just yeah. unpacking all of this, like, hurt and resentment and frustration. And yeah. and I think it was, like, my lived experience, but also very much an ancestral. Like, there was so much there that I was like, this is not even just my emotion, you know? It was also my lived experience, too, oh, with, yeah. with, you know, cis yeah. hetero men. So, yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. So, I don't know. I just, can I just share a story of when I first saw a Nick ever? Oh. I used to do the doors for Community. Everyone knows Community, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, um... I just saw this beautiful black girl with a camera and she was like taking photos, but she was like dancing at the same time. Okay. And it was packed in there. So packed in there, but she's like pushing, pushing people around, getting photos and doing her dance and like doing this. And I was just kind of like, I need to know her. (laughs) Who is that? But we actually didn't meet until like a few, I don't know. Like, cause we, yeah, I don't think we actually really met till, you know what? Well, we actually didn't connect or hang out till like maybe a year. Yeah, I don't know. It was. It's. I just kept seeing you at comedy. I mean, I saw so. you. It was like that big event with um um the like fro fest thing, and you were selling. Oh right. And uh, and there was like anyway, there was some people like hanging out with you, and I. But they were like behind the booth, so they like they clearly like knew yeah. you. And you and I was just like, man, I, I just gotta find a way to like <laughs> like chill with her. You know what I mean? And I was like, I'm not really sure how to like approach her, but like, you know, one day, one day I'm gonna be close. I think to it you. was a tattoo. Yeah, eh? it was that that oh was like gosh. that sparked everything. And then you wanted to, you've been wanting to interview me for yeah. the matriarch. Well, see, and... that's the thing. Yeah, the matriarch. That was, that's what I was like. I'm gonna find my yeah. way, a way to get in this whole girl's home for sure. <laughs> and you know, like, I just want you to know, I really do mean that you are also a wise teacher because. You know, in the time that I've known you, yes, okay, I've, like, fed you and, like, let you stay on my couch (laughs) and whatever. But I've also, there were times where I was also, you know, in my feels and in my Mm. trauma. And you came and brought me popcorn. Oh, my God. (laughs) I was like, I'm so sad. I just want popcorn. And 
here's a nick like i'm gonna find you popcorn i think it was late at night too yeah, i don't like know where you found morning. it <laughs> this girl she's like i need popcorn it's like 3 a.m i'm like all right well let's go find yeah some popcorn. <laughs> so you you've actually taught me a lot too thank you, you know so i really that. appreciate you thank you yeah. that's dope man so much love so much love yeah. All right. I think it's important to, uh, I just want to add that, yeah. like, um, yes, we all have light and we all, you know, are taught to, to be light and to stay light, but we also have shadows oh, and so. darkness. Mm. And it's really important to, um, that they're a part of us too, right? Mm. So it's really important to, to acknowledge them, to recognize them, to see them, to like heal them. Yeah. You know, our trauma, my, a wise friend of mine told me that trauma is our teacher. So, yeah, actually, yeah. you know, that's one, I'm glad that you mentioned that. Cause that's one of the things that I have such a hard time with the self care movement. Mm-hmm. Cause I feel like it just doesn't talk about that. It's like, right. it's affirmations and this and that and that. And I'm like, yo, I feel that because you know, you like, sometimes you just got to get out yeah, of it. Yeah, We definitely need like, affirmations and we need to be positive, but we can't ignore the darkness and we can't can ignore the shadows because mm-hmm. it's how we heal it's how we grow it's how we move on to our next it's how we level up yeah it's also <laughs> you know? like how we even just appreciate the good you know yeah what I mean? exactly like, for sure yeah i feel that um so justin t is so funny because i was like trying to think of how to um to talk about you guys separately but i feel like it's really hard to talk about y'all very separately yeah, because it's a, it's a straight yo you don't understand like if you saw our whatsapp yeah. <laughs> like it is an archive of like insane trialogue <laughs> like we really are a very special triangle and i really like i appreciate you guys so much um so I tried, I tried to separate a little bit or at least just speak about the different aspects that I feel that each of you bring into my life. Um, so Jess, I feel like we initially mm. connected, um, which is actually very similar to T too, but because of men that were, that used to be in our lives. Mm. And, yeah. um, and it's funny because it's like, they, they moved on, <laughs> they moved on, but we stayed, you know, we stayed really true to each other. Um, and I feel like, uh, you know, we were both going through like, similar situations of just like navigating like these like old soul men that also were really young and that you know there was like certain dynamics that were like difficult from that um but then we found each other and i feel like supported each other in terms of just like on on so many levels and i feel like you and me just like our friendship has taken so many like shapes and and um shapes and sizes and and um spaces because of the fact that you're hands down the most fluid person I have ever met in my life. It's crazy. Like whether we're talking about um, creativity, gender, um, working style, mind, like your intelligence, like, ooh, man, like you are so, so fluid. And it is a gift that I um, am so happy to have encountered because I feel like for me, because I'm I'm an emotional type of person, I need someone who has who holds like a lot of perspectives for me to care about things that I wouldn't necessarily care about um, if it wasn't for that. You know what I mean? Like there's certain things that when like, when you say it, Jess, I could have read it 15 times online and I'd be like, eh, whatever. It's true. Jess says it. And all of a sudden I'm like, yo, that's real, man. Yeah. And I care because I care so much about you that I care about what you care about. And I, and it's like your, your ability to influence people um, because you you kind of speak to so many aspects of people is really really mm. really like unbelievably strong, um, and I appreciate that so mm. much about you. Oh man, 
Um, that reminds me of this quote that I think I, it's probably in the group chat somewhere. Um, <laughs> exactly. but the archive. It's, the archive. In the, it's serious archive. Um, I went to see, uh, who's a former teacher of mine, Nazrin Hamada. I don't know if you guys know of them, but they're amazing Palestinian writer, thinker, uh, creative person. And they quoted Tisa Bryant and is talking about, um, you cannot do what I do because you do not love the people I love. Mm. And it's about, um, yeah, it's, it's, I think it, it was in the context of like how POC unite, but I think that like, um, there were crossovers of the people that we loved and that's how, or who loved us. And that's kind of what brought us together. So I'm starting to think about it, um, like that, but also in the way that you're speaking about it, how, um, hearing a perspective or hearing someone take a stance or say something from a place of love and compassion for someone, um, when you have a relationship with them, it kind of shifts how you take that information in. And I would like tie that back to this movement building thing, which is that, um, one of the ways that we do it is that we put the foundation in love, right? And I really felt that from Sindhus, the, the exhibit that you hosted, the Take Care of Yourself mm-hmm. exhibit, which is like, in an explicit sense, it seems, you know, to be about oneself, but ultimately it's um, really about um, connection and community. And so, um, but yeah, but like premised on love. And uh, I could just... You know, I mean, like, for real, you guys, we have, like, half hour. We get cut off on WhatsApp with these half-hour talks, so I can just keep going. But I know you're doing a circle of introducing, so I have other stuff to that I'll hold on. Yeah. Yeah, I think, thank you for that. Um, That's so... That's so real. And thank you also for, for referencing Take Care of Yourself. You know, I feel like um, that experience marked me in so many ways. And it actually brought me to all of you. Mm-hmm. Um, and it mm-hmm. also, ref- you know, references back to what Julie was saying, um, that you can't have self-care without struggle. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And that mm-hmm. it's, it's, it, it's important to recognize that. And to take out and to to insert the community element in self care, you know. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Yeah, for sure. Um, and T, oh man, T. <laughs> Again, similarly, like I mean, we knew each other. And we were like, um, we were getting closer. But I think one of the things that got us really close is that we were both in very similar situations with black men in particular, That's and right. kind of trying to like unpack what that meant for us, yeah. <laughs> which was like quite a trip, quite the trip. Um, but yo, man, I am always like, there's. Okay, so so T is right working up north right now, and um, honestly, the work that you do and the way that you do it, I don't think anyone else could. You know what I mean? There's like, like you're a frontline, you are a frontline care worker like no other. You don't fear the trenches, it, like you really, and that's like, and that is so. <laughs> I admire that so much because I am so afraid of the trenches. You know what I mean? Like, I, there's so much that I like. There's so many stories I have a hard time just even hearing. You know, like let alone being able to like get there, sit in the trenches, hear it, um, like be with a person, like really, really be with a person, see them despite the context, mm. um, and then help them out of it. Like that's huge, man. That is so huge. And one of the things that I admire from your particular practice, which is that, um, you know, like you believe in people, 
you encourage them. But one of the things I that we talk about a lot is that you expect from them. And I feel like that's something that is so different from what I've heard of like trench work work, where it's just kind of like, you know, like, like I understand their situation. And so the, it does get it, like influenced with that pity and despair. So they, they don't, they no longer expect. Right. And mm-hmm. I feel like you've always mm-hmm. been so adamant of like, I expect from you, I yeah. want you to live up to everything you are. Mm-hmm. Um, and yo, so like I really feel the the vibrations that you're putting out into the world, and and you've taught me so much of just being like of um, hearing people's context and really being able to sit with that. You know, um, thank you, thank you so much for the work that you do on a day to day basis, and thank you so much for the lessons that you've taught me. You know, I am much more much more of a frontline person because you're in my life than mm-hmm. I ever would have been, you know? That's what's up. I, I, I appreciate everything you say. It, it touches me very much. I have to say, though, the reason why you're able to do that type of work, you do it very mindlessly. You can't think too much about it or else you, I think, you get overwhelmed by it. So it just it happens very naturally. But I, there are, you make it, I think, sometimes easy, but if, I, it's doable because I have you. Because I have Jess, because I have Sean, because I have people who help me through my stuff. You know, yeah, like yeah. how many times have I called you? Be like, girl, <laughs> I'm, like, I'm done. It's over. I'm going home. These kids, I can't stand them. Yeah, like they're so that. rude. This, that, and the other thing. It's not you making out like I'm just like chilling through it. You know, <laughs> <laughs> I say you were chilling. Which is not true. Yeah, which is like not. I feel like you're just like you know, I'm just like doing my thing. Everything's easy. <laughs> And it's not. It's the opposite. It's muddy. It's it's ugly. It's depressing. It's it's hard. And um, unless you have um, strong strong people to hold you up within mm-hmm. it, um, it's impossible. It's impo- You will get sucked in with it. You will get blown down because it's so easy to become. Um, I was reading this article actually the other day, and they were talking about the undertow, like uh, you know waves. It's actually mm-hmm. not called the undertow. She's saying, but you can can understand what I'm saying. She's like, it's easy to get. Um, blown down and become very um, what's the word just like to think of kids as not being able to do it mm-hmm. incapable like or just like oh this is the way it is they're just difficult they can't read oh like they're so rude they're so, and you can get that's stuck. what the institution teaches us oh, right oh that kids are not capable the so, public school system yeah. is just so yeah ex- that's right exactly so um, they're, in, <laughs> they're incapable um, and it's because of them exactly. right mm-hmm. uh, so that's why it's nice to have, like, you need that support to pull you back out. So yeah, I for sure. I like that. Yeah, thank you. Every, ugh, man. I if I you... could be a part of it, you know, I'm going to take that. <laughs> wow. I'm going to take that. And bro. whenever you've got that strong friend, mm. that, like, the warrior type friend, check on them. Yeah, for sure. Because they're real. the ones that actually for need real. that support the most. Oh, my gosh. Because they, they take Tell it from me. all sides. From yeah. From all sides. Exactly. You know? and, they, and everybody think, oh, no, she's strong. She can handle it. Yeah, for sure. That mm-hmm. totally happens. You know, but... Yeah. It's uh, it's amazing to be able to have that support system yeah. and um, yeah, it's, it's uh, the most important aspect of I think the work that you do and the work that everybody does. Yeah, for sure. Um, I'm gonna get I, we're gonna continue this conversation. I, I was gonna do a music break, but you know we got lots to say. But I will say for anyone tuning in, you are listening to the Ground Bakers on CKUT ninety point three FM. Um, this is a collaboration with When Matriarchs Gather. Y'all can check that out. Um, my podcast on anikmf.com. 
Um, and we're going to keep on keep this conversation going. Um, yeah, I guess my biggest question is like, you know, we talked a little bit about this like, when we ran around, but like, what is it that like, what is it that you guys are kind of like working towards right now? And that you're like, okay, this is what I need. This is the ritual, the practice, the, um, the self care, the community care I need to make, to be able to do what I do on a daily, what y'all working on. Okay, I have. So I've been obsessed. Have y'all ever heard of bullet journaling? What is it? Bullet journaling. Oh, Jess, you know that. (laughs) I've been obsessed with bullet journaling. First of all, because you can make it your own and I make it look really pretty. (laughs) And, um, And it's also I haven't. And I think I believe I've talked to some of you about this is I haven't done art for myself in a really long time. Yeah. And um, I do art for everybody else, <laughs> you know? And so I, this bullet journaling, ha- it's, it's like my wellness journal, you know? And it's like, I track everything there. I track when I take my vitamins. I track what I eat. I track my water intake. I track, oh, like, working out. And, like, um, only be- and it's because I've been really trying to listen to my body lately. Um, and I don't know. I've just been really not good with these things like treating my body that way i went to your body, your body fights back <laughs> my your body's like mm, no i'm not okay with that <laughs> yeah my your body tells you a lot all the time and and most of the time we don't really listen right or we're not or we're like taught not to listen and we're taught to like go to the doctor and like rely on them and but your body really tells you things and you should trust in your own intuition when it comes to your body and so anyway this is like my project for <laughs> 2019 for myself is is to like keep with this journal because it really tracks everything that I do for my own wellness. So that's what's up. Yeah, and it includes like sister time and oh, you know word. community time as well. Yeah, yeah. I love that because y'all know I'm a hermit. So <laughs> <laughs> check in from yeah. time to time. Be like, hey, where you at? Exactly. Bullet journal. I'll show you mine later. I have it here. Mm, <laughs> oh, no, man. I feel like we're all about to get to bullet turn. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so, just I have mine. I'm a hermit, too, and I'm also maybe a hoarder. I feel so weird admitting this. On, <laughs> uh, on are you sure it's a maybe? <laughs> no. Are you sure it's a maybe? Yeah, Anik knows. Um, but I was in, I was in um, Vancouver, and my aunt was like, describing her hoarding situation she's like i hope you don't have it but maybe it's genetic and i was like oh shit (laughs) um but actually so what one of the ways that i'm coming around that is just like acknowledging like where does this need to keep things come from and like acknowledging that um like with insecure attachment to like people or whatever there's like some kind of loss or like grief that's there Mm -hmm. and so for diasporic people that have experienced a lot of separation from things and Mm -hmm. um you know, even I went to the Museum of Anthropology in Vancouver with my friend Hepzibeth, and they had the um, Coast Salish people. They had these, like, big, beautiful, carved hereditary trunks that were, like, passed down through generations, right? And I think that sometimes there's, like, a reaching for these things that, like, hold meaning and hold history and um, tie together these lineages. And uh, we end up being bombarded by a commercial culture, and we just end up with stuff. Mm-hmm. So it's about coming back to um, meaning and like, uh, yeah, just like the things that um, there's a there's a word arta that's like from that's like a Sanskrit word or whatever, and it's like the things that you need to um, 
fulfill your dharma or like your purpose, right? And so it's kind of about like thinking about the accumulation of those things, the things that you need to to be a teacher or in your motherhood journey or your producer's journey Mm -hmm. and just thinking back to that and also a few things that carry your story. So that's my... Mm, I love that. Thank you. And and I'm glad you're working on your hoarding. (laughs) Thank you. Um, we only have a couple of minutes left, um, but I want to hear from the rest of y'all. So, T, Sundus, y'all, y'all got something to share? I'll just say real quickly, um, I what makes me feel calm when I get anxiety mm. is just like that kind of traditional, you know, I don't want to, I, I don't, I don't like academic terms, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep it real and just say women's work. I know, mm. you know, but like. Any man can do it for sure. Um, <laughs> keep going when my man does it. But I, I do love like just washing dishes and cooking and baking and using my hands. I guess handwork we could call it, let's say. But using my hands. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what I really actually love about up north. It's just, um, and it's very feminized up there, like women's work, sewing, things like this. I find that that really brings me back to... Um, I feel like there's something like I, I look at like old women in my family and in life and like they're just so calm and just, you know, they've dealt with so much more than I've ever dealt yeah. with. And but yet there's this like peace about them. And I feel mm. like it's because they do these, this type of work. Yeah, I feel that. Um, and they just move through life in this type of way, just using their hands. And I don't want to say it's mindless. That's where my mind's going. But it, I feel like it calms the mind in this type of way. Mm. So uh, I think like we're talking about phones. And that's what brings me away from that work. Is my, I, I feel like the um, yeah. the, this like whole movement towards mindful is kind of that kind of stuff. Yeah. You know, where you're yeah, just like you're sitting in, in, in what you were what you're doing and i've like yeah i really like it's not mindless but mindful in a yeah. way yeah yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. i see yeah. when my mom does those type of things i'm like oh yeah and she's not someone she like who likes doing that like that's not <laughs> my mom was never <laughs> she was never doing the feminized work in the house but i like i noticed that you know even just like the the task of like making the bed really shifts yeah. her day yeah. you know what i mean so for sure yeah. for me it's going back to breath really mm. like when i get stressed or anxious um, anxiety i just like i just breathe yeah i, I just that. like go into my body and return to my breath yeah for sure yeah i love those those are two really really important things for me breath and also just like the home you know mm-hmm. and i'm a homebody we'll as well i mean everybody <laughs> everybody yeah. in here i think is a bit of a homebody <laughs> you know uh, especially in the winter time yeah <laughs> but i mean for me having my home look good and feel good and have a good energy mm. is really really important but if we're talking like a ritual to start off the new year because yeah. I've been doing that like 365 days a year. <laughs> it's yeah. part of part of me. I'm trying to get rid of my smartphone. Get it, give it away. Yes, <laughs> I am. Yeah, I'm, gonna, I'm, gonna I'm like seriously you. going to downgrade, as they say these days. <laughs> I'm downgrading to a keypad phone. I love um, hopefully, in, over the next couple of months. I'm just waiting. There's this one Nokia that's coming out. That has WhatsApp in it, and I just need WhatsApp. Yo, the only thing I, I mean, feel like it's it's you know, the it's the immigrant tool. <laughs> it, it, it's the diaspora, <laughs> it really like is. Uh, it's everybody oh, who's man. in there. I WhatsApp and Viber. Sister. I don't know no, if y'all know sure. about Viber. I, I, I stopped. Uh, I deleted Viber once I started getting like Russian spam. Oh, good. <laughs> oh, <laughs> but yeah, WhatsApp is what c- keeps me connected to my sister who lives far away, and mm. without her in my life on a daily like speaking for free and yeah. Yeah, and the sure. voice notes with my friends who live in all kinds of places yeah i just i don't need instagram and well, and i mean you know i don't need social media it, i feel like it has uh taken away more than it has given me in my life 
and um, I don't like the fact that we're all addicted. Mm. And nobody mm. talks about the fact that we're all addicted, but yeah, we're, we're all sure. addicted. Like, no, it's an definitely. epidemic. Yeah. yeah. I want to talk more about that on the radio. Maybe this over the groundbreakers and we'll do like an addiction. Hey, Hey. maybe next week. Unfortunately for me, it's like my work. My work is on Instagram. But that's the thing, yeah. You know? It's very hard. Oh boy, we're about to start a whole other conversation. (laughs) It is the end, (laughs) y'all. Thank you so much for tuning in, y'all. It is um, 2.58. We're about to head out. We'll leave. I I found this track because my other track that I was going to play is not ready, but... Spirit in the Dark, Aretha Franklin. I feel yeah. like, you know, yeah, that we was lost her. Yeah. It's like, I feel like that was actually meant to be. So that's what yeah. we're going to listen to. Um, you're listening to the Ground Bakers. Tune in next week. Apparently, we're, we're going to be talking social media. I don't know, man. We need to talk addiction, <laughs> phone addiction. Adi- man. Phone addiction and all Food of that. For thought, you know? Okay, I'm there. Because <laughs> I'll talk, I'm there. And well, I will be here with y'all at the first of next month. So, um, Feb- yo, dang, it's already moving fast. Next no. month, I'll see you guys on the Wednesday, the first Wednesday of uh, February. Yeah, every Thank you so every much. Uh, first of the month, Anik will be manning, womaning, womaning. the boards and uh, creating content for the Groundbreakers uh, X when matriarchs gather. Exactly. It was a beautiful inaugural show. Thank you, Anik, for Thank bringing you. us all together. Thank you. It was I really <laughs> special. I really appreciate it. Word up! First episode, ringing in the new year, right? Uh, such a pleasure. Thank you for listening. It was such an honor to have my day ones out here with me. Definitely go check, check them out. Sundasabdulhadi.com. The People's Inc. on Instagram. Tiana Monroe doesn't really do social media. Not as Jess. But whenever they got projects coming up, I'll definitely let you know. If you're into the podcast, don't forget to subscribe on whatever podcast medium you use. And you can definitely always check out my website, anikmf.com slash WMG. So you can see all the episodes that are up and any other posting that I do about when Matrix gather. Check you on the next one.